Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruchem Abayim. Welcome, welcome. We're continuing in our Shurim on Sefer Bereshis. Sefer, the Shurim on Sefer Bereshis are graciously sponsored by our dear friends, Dr. Zakai Mumashpachta Le'iloi Nishmas, Rav Shloima Eliezer ben Rav Yaakov Zakai, and Le'iloi Nishmas, Dr. Zakai's mother, Rivka Bas Tovi Halevi, Ve'ganeden Te'menu Chasam, they should be Melitza Yisham for the whole family. Tonight's shir is dedicated by Avraham and Raquel Ben Hayun in honor of their daughter Orli's Bas Mitzvah and for her Hatzlacha. They should see a lot of nachas from her and their whole family. And tonight's shir is sponsored anonymously. Leschus Rufuah Shlema for Rebetzin Brick Tamar Bas Fega Gittel. She should have Rufuah Shlema Besar Shachal Yisrael. So firstly, before we begin... This is uh, still available. Hanukkah is coming. You could get one. You could get multiple copies. You could even order dozens of them. There's no maximum allowance. In other words, let's say a person said, I wanted to buy all the books available. They'll let you get them. Okay. And good news is, Baruch Hashem, there was a new birth today. Rabbi Meir, Balanes, and the eternal children of Hashem. It was... Uh, sewn, printed, gold stamped, and it was bound about 6.30 p.m., and it will be available tomorrow. So, Bezos Hashem, that's very exciting news, and um, it will be available at better bookstores everywhere, or at artscroll.com, you could get 20% off. Okay, we have a very uh, special topic tonight. We're continuing on the subject of Yishmael that we've been speaking about basically since the pretty much the beginning of Bereshis, this may be the grand finale. We spoke about the uh, prophecy of the Meshachachma, that Yishmael's tshuva portends on the end of days the Yishmaelim will do tshuva. Last week we discussed, is Yishmael Jewish or not? We also mentioned the idea that whether or not Yishmael did tshuva may be dependent on whether he's Jewish or not. In other words, there's an idea that only a Jew is able to do tshuva. So if Yishmael was Jewish, that perhaps allowed him to do tshuva. But if Hagar never converted and Yishmael was not Jewish, maybe he didn't do tshuva. And then in the end of days, Yishmael won't do tshuva. So we offered this mahalach that possibly in the end of days there will be two paths open to the Yishmaelim. I do have to say, please forgive me, I gave another shir on the topic this morning. So I'm going to give you the executive summary in uh, two minutes. Basically... We learned last week, it is not unanimously held that Yishmael did tshuva. On the one hand, the Gemara says that the fact that he Yitzchak came before Yishmael, that implies that Yishmael did do tshuva. But on the other hand, this morning we spoke at a Gemara in Megillah. Gemara Megillah says that why does the Torah count the years of the life of Yishmael? So Rashi says, what's wrong with counting the years of the life of Yishmael? Rashi says, well, he was a Russia. So why would we count his years? So the Marsha asks, what do you mean he was a Russia? He did tshuva. The Marsha answers, yes, he did tshuva, but that won't make all of his years uh, righteous years. However, the Shagasari and the Turi Evan says, actually, the Gemara that's bothered that why do we count the years of Yishmael is not consistent with the Gemara and Baba Basra that he did tshuva. So again, we see it's not unanimously held that Yishmael did tshuva. Okay, so that's, uh, check out uh, the continuation of last week's year 
on a share this morning. It's called, Did Yishmael Really Repent? Okay, an analysis of Yishmael's tshuva. But today we're going to talk about a new subject. Yaakov Avinu is bracing for his encounter with Esav HaRasha. And Yaakov Avinu says, Vayihili shar v'chamar. And I had, I have ox and donkey. Can you imagine? He sends word to Esav. He hasn't spoken to the guy in over 20 years. And the first thing he says is, Hey Esav, Vayihi li shavachamar, I have ox and donkey. Oh great, you know. I'm sure Esav will be uh, very hardened to learn that Yaakovinu has ox and donkey. Is, you ever notice that? Isn't that strange? Yaakovinu is, he's, he's preparing in three ways. He's preparing, he's praying. He's pre- uh, preparing for diplomacy. He's preparing for war. But the first message to Esav, Vayihi li you want to know where I was? I was by Lavan. You want to know what I have? Forget the ammunition. I have oxen and donkey. Esau's coming with 400 guys. They're not coming with animal food to feed his oxen and donkey. Why is Yaakov Avinu telling Esau he has ox and donkey? Furthermore, this is what really hit me. Uh, Yaakov and Esav, they finally meet. And actually, t- today I was uh, thinking about speaking about anti-Semitism, the root of anti-Semitism. But we'll have to save it for another time. But I'll tell you one thing. Yaakov Avinu encounters Esav, and Esav comes running to Yaakov. Vayaretz Esav to Yaakov. Vayishakehu, he kisses him. We know on the words Vayishakehu, there's a very unusual phenomenon. What do you have? Dots. You have dots. What do dots mean? It means, whatever it says, it means the opposite. That's what that's mean. So Rashi brings two perushim. It says he kissed him. It means he didn't really mean to kiss him. He didn't really kiss him wholeheartedly. It's like when you meet that guy at a wedding, you haven't seen him in 30 years, and he kisses you. He doesn't really, this is not like Ahava Gemura. You know, it's just a formality. So Esav did it less than Belev Shalim. But then Rashi says something phenomenal. Rashi says, Halacha biyadua. Esav soyne liyakim. Now you're going to hear people quote this over. Halacha l'moshe misinai. That's because they hadn't, they didn't bother looking at the words of Rashi, so they remember what they learned in first grade and they misquoted. It's not a halacha l'moshe misinai. Halacha l'moshe misinai's tefillin is black. Halacha biyadua. This means it's a reality of life. And who says it? Amar of Shimon Bar Yechai. Why Rav Shimon Bar Yechai? Because Rav Shimon Bar Yechai, Rav Menachem Zemba says, is doyresh time of the kra. He could give you the reason for every mitzvah in the Torah. He could give you a rationale for all 613 mitzvahs. But one thing he says that in this world has no reason, that's inexplicable, anti-Semitism. The fact that Esav hates Yaakov, it's not because we're socialists, because they'll hate us in America. It's not because we're capitalists, because they hated us in Europe. They could hate us, they could say we're leeches on society, and we run the world at the same time, Right? So there's no rationale for anti-Semitism. It's just a fact of life. When my grandfather was in the DP camps and they captured one of the Germans, he tried to exonerate himself. He said, what do you want from me? It's in my blood. That's halacha biyadua. Esav soyneh Okay, so in this conversation, Esav has a, some, somewhat of a change of heart and he says, take my gift that was brought to you Yaakov says to Esav, excuse me, take my blessing, take my gift that was brought to you. You know, 
God has been gracious to me. And I've got everything. And I think there's one word here that's very telling. And that is the word kail. I have everything. We all know the contrast. Esav says, Yeshli, Rav, I have a lot. Rashi says it means more than I need, or it means I have most of what I need. But we're going to focus tonight on that which Yaakov Avinu says, Yeshli, Kail, I have everything. What's Yaakov t- telling Esav? Let's review the teaching of that Rizal. That Rizal tells us that in the vision of Daniel, Daniel foresaw the four exiles. And the head of the monster represents Bavel, Babylon. And the body, the two arms, Persia and Media. We know the biggest gullus of all is the Media. Then the body is Greece. And the two long legs are the two final gullusim, Edoim and Yishmael. And they're long because the final two gullusim are very long. So here we have it very clear. Then the end of days there are two long Galasim, Galas Edom and Galas Yishmael. By the way, who are the Yishmaelim today? Say, well, we know who they're presumed to be. Who is Yishmael today? Are there any sources that say black and white who Yishmael is? We have been giving the Shurim for for a while. We've never seen any Makar that says black and white who's Yishmael. The Maral tonight, the Maral in number 11, writes that Mashiach will be groomed in a palace in Arabia. Why? Because since Mashiach will overcome the Arabian, the Arabs, which are Yishmael, he will be groomed in Arabia like Moshe Rabbeinu was groomed in the palace of Paray. So where is, it, where is that? Qatar? Dubai? The Emirates? I don't know. They didn't tell me. But that's what the Maral says. The Maral writes openly, Ha'arbiyim heim b'nei Yishmael. Okay, so here you, it took many years until we found the exact source, the Arbiyim are Yishmael. Now, let's introduce an idea that we've mentioned many times over the years and let's review it because Ein Beis HaMedrash Belichadosh. The end of Parshas Taldais. We have an idea that Yaakov is told by his parents not to marry someone from uh, from the Benois Canaan. Katsdi b'chayai mibnei Benois Canaan. We know that on the letter Katsdi, there's a small kuf. The small kuf is a reference to the Chorben Beis Hamikdash that was 100 amos tall. And Yaakov went to Charan. Fine. So the pasuk says. That Esav went to marry Yishmael. Vayilach Esav el Yishmael. Vayikach es machalas. Bas Yishmael. Ben Avraham. Achois nevoyos. Al nashav loy isha. So the Pasuk says that Yaakov heard that his fathers were disgusted with the Benais Canaan. And then he went to Haran. And then Esav went to marry the daughter of Yishmael. So the simple reading of the Pasuk is saying that since Esav saw that the doors of Canaan were abhorrent to his parents, he went to marry the daughter of Yishmael. That's how Rashi learns. That Esav overheard that Yitzchak gave the bracha to Yaakov, and he sent him to Padan Aram, and Yaakov went to get married, because the Benoist Canaan were bad. Therefore, Esav, being a good son, went to marry the daughter of Yishmael. However, there's one thing that's not clear. 
And that is the, the simple implication of the Pasuk is saying that the reason why Esau went to marry the daughter of Ishmael is because he hated Yaakov. Because right before that, it says, Vayistoim Esav es Yaakov al habracha Esav hated Yaakov because Yaakov stole the blessing. And then, therefore, Esav went to marry the daughter of Ishmael. It almost sounds like this union of Esav and Yishmael was an act of, an act predicated upon Esav's hatred for Yaakov. So we learned a number of times the amazing revelation of the Gra. The Gra wrote a commentary on the Safra the Tzniusa, and the Gra says, indeed, because Esav hated Yaakov, he went to marry the daughter of Ishmael. Because the Gra reveals an amazing revelation. And this revelation... It's going <laughs> already. Some of the Bnei Esav and the Bnei Ishmael were passing around, but the Gra says that um, we know that you're now at a plow with an ox and a donkey together. Raise your hand if you have an ox in your house. David, David, what are you allowed to plant with an ox and a donkey together? So we know that it's Klayim. But what, what's wrong with plowing with an ox and a donkey together? What's wrong? You put an ox, you tie it to a donkey, and you plow. You could still be a good guy. You could still eat gefilte fish. You could still eat herring. You could still eat matzo balls. You could still have cholent. You're a good Jew. Just because you plowed with an ox and a donkey together. So the Gra has an amazing revelation. The Gra says that there are two individuals, Kayin and Hevel. And Kayin brings the carbon from pishtan, from flax, from linen. And Hevel brings the carbon from Mibachiris Sinai, wool. And therefore, we can never mix Kayin and Hevel together. Kayin was a murderer. Hevel was a better guy. And we cannot mix Kayin and Hevel together. That's why you can't mix wool and linen together. But furthermore, you know who became Kayin? Esav. You know who was Hevel? Yishmael. Says the Gra, if Esav and Yishmael ever got together, they would destroy the whole world. I've said many, many times that when my grandfather was in Auschwitz, he saw Eichmann invited the Mufti from Jerusalem to Auschwitz and they were sitting arm in arm and they marched Jews in front of them and they would hit them in a way that they wouldn't be able to have children. That was the, the sport of Eichmann and the Mufti. If you want to know what a world looks like when Esau and Yishmael got to get, get together, Auschwitz. That's what a, a world looks like when Esau and Yishmael get together. You want to know what a world looks when you, when you see, you know, the President of the United States and Arafat shaking hands, watch out. That's that's an epic disaster. So the gra, this is the revelation of the Gra. And I actually found it in my grandfather's memoirs, al Hatoira. He wrote, when he saw uh, the Mufti come to Eichmann, it was a fulfillment of Ayelech Esav el Yishmael. Okay, but then the Gra takes this further. By the way, many people have asked me over the years, what happened when Esav married the daughter of Ishmael? God had to come and sterilize the union so nothing should come from it. I don't quite know what that means. Maybe someone out there could explain that. But that's what the Vilna Gaon writes. That Hashem came, He was Masaris the Zachar. Ah, says the Gra. You ready for this? Because Esav hated Yaakov and he wanted to destroy Yaakov. So you know what he did? He went and he married the daughter of Yishmael to create a union that Yaakovin would never be able to counteract. So as 
because Vayistoim Esav as Yaakov, therefore Vayelech Esav el Yishmael. By the way, so far everything we said was last year's share. <laughs> but stay. I don't know. I don't know. It says Vayisav Ratzel as Davig Yishmael ulahachrev as Ha'olam, and. Um, the Gra goes on to say Hashem was Masaris the Zachar. I don't know. Okay. By the way, the Yalkut Shemoni says in Lech Lecha that if you look in the Brisbane Habasarim, we know that Esav is compared to a female calf and Yishmal is compared to a male calf. Okay, that's a little bit of a different analogy. Basically, says the Medrash, the Medrash seems to say what the Gra says, that if Esau and Yishmael ever got together, they would destroy the world. Okay? So the words of the Gra are based on the Medrash and are very explicit in the Zayar HaKadosh. The Zayar HaKadosh says in the Pasuk, Meshalche Regal Hashar Vahachamar, the Zayar says that Lavan really wanted to make a union of Esau and Yishmael and destroy Yaakov. This is what it means. Bikesh Lavan Lakares Hakoil. Says the Zayar, Amarvi Abba, Kadmezdavgi Kichada, La Yachli Bene Alma Lamekambahu. The Aldak Siv, La Sakhroish Bishar, Bechamar Yachtav. The Kadmezdavgi Kichada, when they join together, La Yachlin Lamekambahu. Now, Esav is the Shar. Yishmael is the chamar. What do you get when an ox marries a donkey? Imagine you went to a chasana and walking first walking down the aisle is a shar. Obviously the father and the mother are on both on the sides are holding candles. Everyone stands up and they stop schmoozing for a minute. They take out their phones and they, they take pictures and then followed by a chamar. Then later on after the chuppah they go and they're mizdavig. What do they produce? The, the Zayar HaKadosh says, you know what, a shar and a chamar, we would say they can't produce anything. The Zayar says they produce a dog, a, a kelev. And the dog seems to be a malik. Okay, but that's beyond the scope of this year. We actually spoke about it many, many years ago. And it's uh, on the shir about uh, the union of Haman and Achashverosh, and uh, we're not going to get into that further tonight. But now we're we're coming back to the ranch. In Slichais, we say we have a very beautiful tefillah. We say Kale Seyer v'Chaisnai. Who's Seyer? Esa. Who's Chaisnai? Who's the Shver? Yishmael. We say Kale Seyer v'Chaisnai. Destroy Esav and his Shver. Okay, that's that's our tefillah. Destroy Esav and the father-in-law. And when that happens, v'yalu l'tziyayin moishiyam. Then v'olu moishiyam l'har tziyayin l'shpadis har isa v'hoysal Hashem ha'melucha. So, we have this idea that when Esav really wants to get Yaakov, he has a union with Yishmael and that's very difficult to overcome. Comes up Tzadik HaKoyin and I'm just bringing this in by way of Mashal because I want to borrow him but say slightly different. Reb Tzadik HaKoyin says, therefore, when Yaakov Avinu tells Esav, Hayali Shar V'chamar, I have an ox and a donkey, he's not saying, you know, I have an ox and a donkey. What does Esav care that he has an ox and a donkey? What he's saying is, I have an ox 
<coughs> an ox is Mashiach ben Yosef, who comes from me, and the Chamor is the Melech HaMashiach. So first, Reb Talikakayin goes on to say, Yosef is a Shar, and the Chamor is Yisachar Chamor, um, Chamor, Yisachar Chamor Garem. However, then, uh, Reb Talikakayin goes on to say, that Yaakov Avinu was, was demonstrating to Esav that he could overcome the klipa of Esav and Yishmael. Yishmael is Taiva because he is the Midah of Chesed Avraham gone extreme. And Esav is Gevura, is Ritzicha gone extreme. So connected that, Yaakov Avinu says, I have Yosef. Yosef could counteract the Midah of Shar. Esav is a Shar. And Mashiach ben David is Ani Hamar, he could overcome Yishmael. But for our purposes, let's say it as follows. Until now, Yaakov Avinu only had to deal with one enemy, Esav. Yitzchak had to deal with Yishmael. Yaakov returning to the land of Canaan, he realizes that he's, he's opposing a new foe. This is not Esav, this is Esav on steroids. What do you call Esav on steroids? When Esav unites with Yishmael, it's Esav on steroids. Esav on steroids is the Shar and the Chamar together. Esav is the Shar, Yishmael is the Chamar. So Yaakovinu has to address this. He has to say, I am equipped to take you on. I have a Shar. I have Yosef. I have a Chamar. I have Mashiach ben David. So Yaakov Avinu is sending word to Esav, Vayihili Shar v'chamar, I am equipped to take you on. But let's let's uh, take this even further. If you understand the shear, and I understand the shear, then Esav understood the shear. If Esav, I heard from Rav Miller, if Esav would walk in the room today, everyone would stand up for him. He he would look like he's a holy righteous man, but he was the king of uh, hypocrisy. But did Esav understand this? If he didn't understand it, his uh, Let's come back and understand, uh, study and dissect really who is Yishmael, what is his vulnerability, and how do we overcome it. So I want to thank my friend Isaac Yoslovsky gave me some good Parsha sheets from the Shvile Pinchas from like 10 years ago, a few weeks ago. And I found it today in Tavshin um, Ayin Tess which wasn't so long ago. Okay, so let's let's dissect what is the power of Yishmael, what is his weakness, and how do we overcome it. We keep on coming back to this Pasuk, V'hu yi'at para adam. He'll be a mule of a man. Yodoi bakoil. His hand is against everybody. Whatever country he's in, he's antagonistic. V'yad koil boy. And everyone's hand is against him. V'yad pnei chol echav yishkain. So let's start with Rav Levi Yitzchak Bardichov. Yeah? Rav Levi Yitzchak says, how could it be Yadoi Bakol Viyad Kolboi? Is he attacking everyone or is everyone attacking him? So Rav Levi Yitzchak says, you have to look at the words carefully. Yadoi, he attacks Bakol. You know who attacks him? Koil. In other words, it's not that he attacks everyone, everyone attacks him. He's powerful when he's attacking Bakol. Everyone is powerful when everyone is coil and not bakoil. So what does this mean? 
So let's start like this. I'm sure you're all familiar with the Sefer Shari Oira. The Shari Oira is one of the earliest Sifrei Kabbalah of Rabbi Yosef Gittilia, who says that the word Kael means, is, refers to Mila. Mila. Mila is the perfection of man. <clears throat> now, there are two parts of Mila. There's the cutting, and then after you cut the foreskin, you uncover the Atara, you pull it. It's Priya. Yishmael has Mila, he doesn't have Priya. The cutting you do with the Kli, you do with the utensil. The Priya you do with your hand, you don't do with the utensil. The Koyach, says Rabbi Yitzhak of Adichav of Yishmael, is Bris Mila. That's why they have a Sechus in Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> Yadoy! You know where the Koyach of Yishmael comes from? Ba'koyel. Koyel refers to the Mila. Ba'koyel, through the mitzvah of Mila. Yadoy, the strength of Yishmael is in the mitzvah of Mila. Viyad Koyel. Now, the thing is, he only has Mila. He doesn't have Priya. Priya is done with what? Viyad. Viyad Koyel. But when you do the Priya with the Yad, with Mila, boy, that's when you could overcome him. Yishmael's Kayach is Yadai Bakoil. His Kayach is through the mitzvah of Mila. Yadai Bakoil. His strength, Yadai, his strength, Bakoil, is through the mitzvah of Mila. But Viyad Koil, when the Mila is done, not with the utensil, with the hand, that's the mitzvah of Priya, boy, that's when you can overcome Yishmael. In other words, the strength of Kaiso over Yishmael is that when we live up to the requirement of Kedusha that Priya offers us. Okay? That's the Kedusha Slevi. Comes the Chassam Soifer in a number of places. In his parish on Baba Basra, we know Avram had, Avinu had a daughter. Do you know what her name was? Bakol. Bakol. Shema. Ba'avraham zakin ba'bayamim v'ashem beirach es Avraham Bakol. Now, comes the Chassam Soifer. He says this based on the Shla. The word Bakoil, we know Avraham Avinu was blessed with Bakoil. Avraham had a daughter, the Avraham Zogim Bamayam, Hashem Bechaz Avraham, Bakoil. Yitzchak, when Esav said, Do you have anything left for me? Tata, what did Yitzchak say? Va'oichel, Mikal. What's a higher level, Bakoil or Mikal? Actually, says the Sefer, quoting the Shla, Bakoil is higher. Mikoil implies miktsas koil, a little bit of koil. Bakoil means, not a little bit, with koil. That you're directly attached. You may not have everything, but you're directly connected. Koil is the epitome of shleimus that Yaakov Avinu had. Says the Shlach Kadosh. Yadai bakoil. The madrega of Yishmael is, you know when he has the minion bakoil. When we are not fully connected to Hashem, when we have admixture, when we're bakoil, when we have some of, mixas, when we have a little bit, when we have part of it, when we have part of koil, when we have a little bit of taruvais, of klipais in the Kedusha, alluded to with the word bakoil, then Yishmael rules over us. You know when Yishmael rules over us? When we daven, but it's not wholehearted. When it's nifkam. If it's nifkam, if you daven, if you don't do it properly, you're saying, what, what does it mean not to do davening properly? You tell me. Kavana, phones. I didn't say it, right? <laughs> you bring your phone with you. You leave the phone outside. 
you come on time and you daven, you're not ba'koil, you're koil. Then you overcome Ishmael. When you do a half a job, Ishmael overcomes us. So yodoi ba'koil, Ishmael rules when we're slightly connected to koil. But viyad koil, when we have the madrig of koil, we overcome Ishmael. Who says this? Chassam Soifer. He writes this in Parshas Lachucha and his commentary to Baba Basra. But Tzvasemes takes this even further. Says the Holy Tzvasemes, Ba'koyl is Avraham. Mikoyl is Yitzchak. Koyl is Yaakov. You know who rules over us? Yodoy Ba'koyl. Yishmoel is the son of Avraham. So when we're only on the Madrig of Avraham, Yishmoel rules over us. But when, when we're on the Madrig of Yaakov, which is Koyl, we rule over him. Yodoy Bakoyl. He rules over us when he's connected to only, when we're only connected to Avraham. Says the Sfas Emes, V'zesh HaKasav, V'yishmal. Yodoy Bakoyl. He had a chilek of the Midah of Avraham. But V'yad Koyl Boy, the Midah of Yaakov, rules over him. So in other words, Yaakov Avinu, has in him the ingredients to overcome Yishmael. And really he has the ingredients to overcome the combination of Esau and Yishmael. So Yishmael overcomes Klal Yisrael being connected merely to Avraham. But when we're on the Madrega of Kyle, then we can even overcome Esau. Yaakov's Madrega of, excuse me, we can overcome Yishmael. Yaakov's Madrega of Kyle is Yad Kyle Boy. Says the Sasemes, that's why the Pasuk says, Vayitain es kol asher loy liyitzchak. He gave everything to Yitzchak. Meaning he gave Yitzchak the coil that he had, which was bakoil. So, I would humbly suggest as follows. Here's the storyline. There's a man by the name of Ishmael. <coughs> Yitzchak tries to overcome Ishmael. There's a man by the name of Esav. Yaakov overcomes Esav. So now Esav has an Einfall. What's the Einfall of Esav? Esav's Einfall is, Yishmael couldn't come overcome Yitzchak. I can't overcome Yaakov. He duped me out of the blessings. He duped me out of the birthright. But maybe if I join forces with Yishmael, Vayistoim Esav Yishmael, maybe the combination of the two, I'll be able to overcome Yaakov. So Yaakov first sends message to Esav. Listen, Esav. You think because you're Shor and Chamar, you can overcome me? Vayihili Shor v'chamar. I also have Shor v'chamar. By the way, I saw this morning another amazing Ramez, which substantiates the Chassam Soifer and the Sfas from Rav Meir Mazuz. We find at the end of Chayisara, Vayishkinu Mechavila. He encamped from Chavila Adshur. Asher al Pnei Mitzrayim, Bayacha Ashura, and now we talk about the fall of Yishmael. You know when Yishmael falls? Look at number nineteen. Al Pnei Chol Echav Nafal. When we're on the magic of Koil, then Yishmael falls. When we're Bakoil, he has dominion over us. When we're Koil, Al Pnei Kol. Why does it say Al Pnei Kol Echav? It should say Al Pnei Echav. The word Kol is extra. It's indicating. That when we're on the madrig of Koil, like the Chassam Sofer teaches, then Yishmael falls to us. And therefore we come 
to the amazing revelation of the Shvile Pinchas. I try to look around, where does this come from? This is his own amazing revelation. The word Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov, stands for, it's Rashi Tevais. Bittul Klipais Esav Yishmael. Yaakov stands for, backward, Bittul Klipais Esav Yishmael. Yaakov, through the Midah of Kael, he has the ability to overcome even the union of Esav and Yishmael. So I would say, you ready for this? This I'm going to add something. I have to add something, no? So aside from the fact that this is why Yaakov Vinu sent word, Vahili Shar Vachamar, when Yaakov is talking to Esav, you know, there are all kinds of levels of conversation taking place. You know, if you notice, in the Midrashim and in Rashi, in Parshas uh, Vayishlach, Rashi almost always says two perushim. Rashi says, Im lavangarti vo'echar arata. Either, Rashi says, I lived with Lavan. I didn't, I didn't become prestigious. I didn't become wealthy. You have nothing to be jealous of. That's one pshat. Another pshat, Rashi says, lavangarti, tariag mitzvah shamarti. I kept all 613 mitzvahs. Do you really think Esau cared if he kept, kept 613 mitzvahs? Imagine if someone's on the battlefield with one of these, you know, and he says, stop! Message! What, what? Did you know I kept the whole Mishnah Bura? Simon Aleph, I wash Nego by my bed, and then I'm a Kaim Shivisi Hashem the Negdi Tamid, and I say, Tikkun Chatzois. I mean, you think the guy's going to stop to listen to your shir that you keep the 613 mitzvahs? What, what, is, what does the enemy care that you kept the mitzvahs? And if you look throughout Rashi, in the entire parsha of Yaakov speaking to Esav, there are always two perushim. One is a practical pshat, and one is a spiritual pshat. Even the Rashi that says, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, what does Rashi say? Malachim Mamash. Yeah, but the Medrash says, no, not Malachim Mamash. He sent physical messengers. So which one did he do? The Shlach HaKadr says, and this is very important to know, that everything in this world, before it happens down here in this world, happens up in Shamayim. There's a spiritual root of everything, and then after it plays out in Shamayim, it concretizes in this world. So, in the Shamayim, the the image of Yaakov Avinu is arguing with the archangel of Esav, saying, I kept the Tariag Mitzvahs. That's an argument that in Shamayim, you know, it resonates, that carries weight. But then down here in this world, Yaakov says, look, Esav, you have nothing to be jealous of. The brachas of my father never came to fruition. So one of the perushim, the practical pshat of Rashi, is addressing the earthly dispute between Yaakov and Esav. And the spiritual pshat of Rashi is, is addressing the heavenly dispute between Yaakov and Esav. It comes out, you want to hear something amazing? And this is, uh, it's kedai to, to bear this in mind. You know, there's a lot of discussion. Should we pray? Should we rally? Should we... And I leave that to people much bigger than myself. But one thing's for sure. Yaakov Avinu did both. And the Ramban says, we learn from Yaakov that you can't rely on your zuchus and only daven. That's what the Ramban says, the whole purpose of Pashat Yishlach is. So, But I'm not commenting on the ramifications of that. But I also want to mention that when the angel of Esav wrestles with Yaakov, he says, now, your name is Yisrael. Why? Kisarisa im elekim Ve'im anashim batuchal. You wrestled with God, 
with an angel, and with men, and you won. Says Rashi, who are the men? Lavan and Esav. We mean Lavan and Esav. Lavan and Esav? Yaakov Avinu never met Esav yet. He's wrestling with the archangel of Esav. He he didn't he didn't meet Esav yet. How could the angel say that you you strove with Lavan and Esav and you won? Yaakov didn't meet Esav yet. Says the Briskarav, of course he met Esav. He met the angel of Esav. And once you take care of your heavenly obligation, then Esav down here is a pawn, he falls mamela. It's just, he'll be playing out the foregone conclusion. Meaning if Yaakov already pinned the angel of Esav down to the floor and he beat the angel of Esav, then Esav will already, it's a foregone conclusion that Esav will fall. So the idea the Briskarav was bringing out is whether, whatever level hishtadlis you need to do, once you take care of your heavenly activities, the earthly ramifications are foregone conclusion. Okay. But here's, um, here's the grand finale. So Yaakov is speaking to Esav. And we know then, according to the Shla, every word Yaakov says to Esav is like a double entendre. He's speaking to the angel on high, and he's speaking to Esav. He says, Take my blessing. Take my gift. Asher huvaslach. Ki chanani eloikim. li so we know what it means in the physical world. Yeshli call means, I don't need it. I have everything. You take it. But based on everything we're learning, it's clear what Yaakov Avinu is telling Yishma, uh, telling Esav. Esav, I know you. I know why you're coming now. You just created a union with Yishmael. You think by uniting with Yishmael you could overcome me? No, 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 no. Even though if Esav and Yishmael come together, they could destroy the world. That is, if we don't have the koyach of Yaakov. But Yaakov has the power of coil and Yad coil boy. So Yaakov is, so to speak, talking to the Esav down here, and he's simultaneously addressing the Esav and Shamayim. Yesh li coil. You thought you were going to come at me at Yadai Bakoil. I come back at you with Yesh li coil, the Yad coil boy. And if Yad coil boy, then we apply what it says at the end of Chayisara, Al Pnei Kol Echav Nafal. That's what I got for you tonight, Rabbi Isai. Have a wonderful night. Also, I think Ephron, the Gematria Ayn Ra. Yeah? Oh, very good. Yeah, I was in your home, and I'm not sure if you're going to be able to but we know that Esav and Yishmael is Goygo Magai. They represent all the Umais. And the Gemara says, Ma Yasa Adam Vinatabu Mikhavash Mashiach. Gasak the Torah. No Chasadim. So Torah you get Yisachar. And Chasadim you get Yosef. Right? Yosef was native for Kaisa. So when the Esav is like No Chasadim, you access the Shara Chamar Bekdusha and you could withstand the Chasadim.
you know about her? I don't know. Uh, look at the Sun Slipper. He has some stuff on her. Um, Did she marry anybody? Do we know anything? Why, and why wouldn't the Torah tell us specifically who, who the daughter is? Why does it have to be like uh, a Nistar? Why does it have to be... Uh, um, what, what, what is it? What, what, why are they afraid to say it? That, that her daughter? Yeah. Who she is, that she had a daughter, that he had a daughter. Well, what's the secret? What's the mystery? Why is it a mystery? Can I send you some stuff on yeah, it? Yeah, please. Together with the other stuff. You well, I owe you something else. Together with the other stuff you're supposed to send me months ago. What were they supposed to send you? Um, if I remember. I'll remember it in a second. You know, when I when you gave me the sheets, I read it Shabbos afternoon. And I wanted to use it a, f- a few times. I didn't have anything to add to it. I didn't have anything to add to it. And I didn't have much to add to it now, but... I had some. I had some. I think this was a good addition. You know, the two things like he leaves Shabbat Hamar very nice. I remember. What is it? Why did Hevel deserve to die if he was the winner? Okay. You remember? Yeah. And you said you have stuff. I do. I do.